Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hunt Thursday, May 26th edition of the program. Just to know I'll be out tomorrow on vacation, um, but want to just tell you that I'll be back on Tuesday. We have a lot to discuss today uh, about the response, the law enforcement response to the shooting in Uvalde, Texas. More details have come out, uh, some very much conflicting with earlier reporting on what exactly happened here So we will discuss this because it is absolutely incumbent upon us to have uh, a conversation, uh, a serious conversation rooted in fact, rooted in reality about what may have gone wrong with the response to this uh, mass shooting in Uvalde and what it means going forward for tactical training and uh, and all of the possible uh, possible ways to make the percentages here against this kind of a shooting uh, more, you know, more likely make it make it more difficult for this to occur. So we'll be discussing that here in just a moment. I got to tell you about my friends at Done for Your Real Estate, because if you've ever thought about being a real estate investor, but you didn't know where to start, you didn't know how to begin. You need my friends at Done for Your Real Estate. 
Uh, I sat down with the founders of this company years ago, and as soon as they told me what they do and they explained their process, I said, I, I want to be not just an endorser. I want to be one of your clients. I want to learn how to do real estate investing through Done For Your Real Estate. And that's exactly what has happened in recent years. I work with Done For Your Real Estate uh, now. I've bought multiple houses, investment properties, and they take you through each stage of the process from getting the uh, city that you want to invest in, the area, I should say, uh, that you want to invest in, uh, the house. They put you in touch with the broker, the mortgage company. They get you a management company, get a tenant in place, everything so that you are just watching every month as the check comes in, mortgage is being paid, some free cash flow coming to you, and you're building equity in that house over time. It's a great process for long-term uh, wealth building and financial stability in real estate. Go to doneforyoubuck.com to see this whole process, how it works. Done for you, just write doneforyoubuck.com to become a real estate investor today. Uh, so here's what we know about the shooting in uh, Uvalde. Um, there initially were reports that there was a school resource officer who confronted the shooter. And it turns out that as of uh, the uh, as of today and the most recent press conference from law enforcement on this, that was not the case. There was no armed resource officer, essentially armed police officer that's there to protect the school on scene because it didn't make any sense. The initial report said there was a confrontation with that resource officer. Well, if that was the case, how did the individual get into the school? How was no how, how was there no exchange of gunfire? Turns out that was not true. Uh, that was not accurate reporting, I should say, uh, from a, a lot of media outlets. And the shooter was able to just go into a an un, uh, unlocked entrance, walk into the school, and uh, begin the murderous rampage that killed over twenty people. Uh, all but two of the uh, those those slain were small children. Now. This uh, was also confirmed that within four minutes, within four minutes of the shooting, there was law enforcement on the scene. Law enforcement officers did try to uh, stop the threat initially and were turned back by gunfire from the shooter. And then this is where there's still so many questions at this point. This is where um, I think there's going to be a lot of. Uh, not just after action analysis, but perhaps even some soul searching, some some real deep questions in the law enforcement community that responded here about why did it take over an hour after the mass shooting had begun and with ongoing gunfire, intermittent gunfire for that hour long period to send in the Border Patrol uh, Bortac tactical team that did shoot and kill uh, Ramos, who had barricaded himself in and was uh, was shooting at law enforcement officers as, and had murdered over over 20 people, uh, murdered all these these children, defenseless children. Um, I spoke to on uh, on radio, spoke to various uh, members of the law enforcement community from around the country, people that had been uh, SWAT commanders, people that had been school resource officers, uh, spoke to somebody from 82nd Airborne and Across the board, it seems the training is you stop the threat. When there is an active shooter situation, you stop the threat. Where we heard in the press conference from law enforcement that uh, there was some effort to do negotiation with this individual. It wasn't really clear how that what that really means because they also said that he didn't he was unresponsive to negotiation. 
So were they setting up a negotiation team, law enforcement, while this mass murdering lunatic was still inside in this classroom with defenseless children and teachers? Um, This, to me, I'll just say, uh, sounds like the response was uh, unacceptable. The response of getting rid of the threat here of over an hour because there's video that has circulated of parents on the perimeter of this school being and the parents are begging law enforcement to go in there and and engage this shooter. And there was intermittent gunfire during that hour, too, where he was firing at law enforcement. Uh, The parents are begging and being held back. And there's over 100 police officers and various law enforcement officers who had responded to this. There's one guy with an AR-15 and body armor on in a classroom. We're gonna we're gonna be told, I guess, at this point that the response time of over an hour to send in a a tactical team to uh, to eliminate the threat, which means kill this evil piece of of filth that was killing these children. Um, that's supposed to be a sufficient response from law enforcement. Uh, I find that very I find that very hard to take. I think that that's I think we have a, a major problem here. I think people might say that there was a substantial failure in response time. Now there are a few there are some mitigating uh, considerations to that response time failure narrative. One would be uh, if they had reason to believe that uh, R- Ramos, the shooter here, had taken a uh, take said he you know that I have a hostage and if you come in I'm going to kill more hostages than he already had. But he had already shot so many children. I mean, you have to assume that the threat must be eliminated at that point. I mean, you can't wait. There's no, it, it doesn't seem like the negotiation would have had any, any positive effect. Um, that there were law enforcement officers that took fire. Uh, yeah, that's why they have guns too. I, I would assume that given the number of law enforcement officers on the scene, that they had some long guns, shotguns. Uh, as well as uh, pistols, as well as uh, sidearms with them. And you have how many people? I mean, if, if you're telling me that one individual with an AR-15 in a classroom is able to hold off for an hour 100 determined trained law enforcement officers, I would really want to know why that is. I'd want to know how that's supposed to be something that we accept as a law enforcement response. I mean, the whole country feels like its uh, soul has been wounded by this awful atrocity in Uvalde. Uh, But if we are going to take uh, in our after-action assessment here something that going forward we could do better to, if not stop all of these attacks and if not necessarily be able to stop uh, you know, every every mass shooting in a school like this to stop most of them, uh, almost all of them, and to also mitigate the casualties. And this individual was able to, to murder with, him with, with no real um, effort to stop him for far too long, it seems. Um, and when they say that law enforcement pulled back after receiving fire, uh, was any law enforcement officer hit? Or were they... Was, what what level of tactical proficiency are we supposed to believe this individual has? I mean, I could tell you, I, I remember sitting down in briefings as me as a civilian analyst, not a door kicker, not a, a not a war fighter, but sitting down across from 
you know, 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds, Marines, uh, sitting down across from guys in their 20s who were SEALs, guys who were a little older sometimes who were, uh, Del- you know, in late 20s, early 30s who were Delta. And these guys go in, and they were going in in, in Ramadi and Fallujah and Baghdad and you name it, to situations where now I know it's situations where there were people waiting inside with, with machine guns who were trained and who were trained fighters. Now, I understand law enforcement is not Delta Force and Navy SEALs. I understand there are differences in the tactical uh, proficiency we can expect, and that's that's clear. But you're going to tell me that this one guy, if, 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 if six cops got in a stack and decided they were going into the room to eliminate this threat, you're going to tell me that one guy with one AR-15 would be able to hold all them off? Or, or what exactly? Were they waiting for a ballistic shield the whole time? Was that, I mean, we're going to have to get a very clear answer to it because the mass murderer was firing at us, so we wanted to wait until other people came along who had bigger, better guns for an hour. I don't think that's an acceptable response. I don't think that's an acceptable response. And and I've spoken to a lot of law enforcement officers, a lot of former military who have also said that that is not an acceptable response. But I said similar things after the Pulse nightclub shooting where you had in minutes, in minutes, not just uh, law enforcement, you had, you had SWAT teams in, in the, the, at the Pulse nightclub shooting within, within a very short period of time. And that went on for over an hour. And the, the murderer there, now that was in a, a nightclub, a, a dance club, not a, obviously not a school, but he's walking around executing people who were already wounded. And they didn't go in. And they said, oh, well, we were concerned that maybe he had rigged the place with a bomb. Okay, but you think if you wait longer and let him shoot more people, he's not going to detonate the bomb? I mean, I, you know, I, I never really understood that narrative of events from the law enforcement command perspective there either. I uh, never really got a, an answer to that. And over 40 people were killed in, the, in that mass shooting. Uh, that by a jihadist who said he was doing this on behalf of ISIS, the Islamic State, and you know, Bin Laden, and all the rest of it. Um, but back to you, Valde. This is uh, this looks this conference, this press conference that uh, Texas Department of Public Safety held today uh, did not did not. First of all, there was essentially no security of any kind at this school. No armed personnel. No locked doors. Not even a person. It seems whose job is to buzz people into the front door or is there's nothing from what we've been told there's absolutely nothing which is unacceptable and then uh beyond that um the response of law enforcement officers yes it it required bravery it required courage to go in um and and know that you've got somebody who has a semi-automatic rifle and is a mass murdering lunatic you know you are you are risking your life there as a law enforcement officer but to hear that, well, they went in and then nobody else decided to go in for an hour. Uh, very, very hard to hear that and not feel like there was either a breakdown in the command structure or just the the tactics here uh, were insufficient for the moment. The tactical decisions that were made were. Um, so we'll we'll continue to follow this and look at it. And, and it's important to to get this right. But that's my my sense of it. Got to talk to you about a sponsor for a minute here. Fortune favors the bold, the strong, the brave. For your business to break out of anything holding you back, you need business checking as brave as you are. Introducing Novo Business Checking. Novo is powerfully simple business checking. And unlike the traditional banking model, 
Novo has no minimum balances, no transaction limits, and no hidden fees. Instead of a one-size-fits-all approach, Novo is customized to your business to save you time and free up cash flow with seamless integration to Stripe, Shopify, QuickBooks Online, and more. Sign up for Novo for free and join the community of over 100,000 small business owners who have found the customizable business checking solution that admires their brave. Sign up for your free business checking account right now at novo.co slash buck. Just go to this website, N-O-V-O dot C-O slash buck to sign up for free, novo.co slash buck. Novo Platform Inc. is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings, FA member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. Team, I got to leave it there for uh, this edition of the podcast. I will be back with you all on Tuesday. Um, have a a restful and reflective Memorial Day weekend. Shields high. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. Major Turnbull sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber. The complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel the Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. From original art and diplomas to ticket stubs and the keys to your first home, we all have mementos we'd love to put on display. FrameBridge is the easy and affordable way to custom frame just about anything, with fair upfront pricing based on the size of your item and fast, free shipping. Plus, your happiness is guaranteed. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started. That's FrameBridge.com.